My name is Joshua Mosley. I'm from Winsboro, South Carolina, and this year I'll be in 11th grade. Hi, I'm Carly Holsenbeck. I'm from Aiken, South Carolina, and I am a rising senior. Hi, I'm Keandra Maple. I live in Greeleville, South Carolina. I am currently a senior at C. Murray High School. Hi, my name is Amari Walker. I live in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, and I'll be a senior this year. 2020 has greatly affected us, along with the entire Gen Z population. Today, we'll be addressing the driving question. How has 2020 impacted Gen Z? Let's start by discussing the factor that has undoubtedly changed our lives, the coronavirus. Many students have missed out on important events like prom and sports games. How has the pandemic affected you? That day at school, we were told to clean out our lockers in case school was canceled. Little did we know that would be the last normal week we'd have for a while. That Sunday, we were informed by the school board that the school would be closed for the next couple of weeks, and all sports seasons were being postponed. Looking back now, I wish I could have told everyone bye, hugged my friends a little tighter, because before you know it, two weeks turned into two months. But I mean, how could we know? The transition from at-school learning to home learning was tough. I'm just going to say right now I am not an online learner. I've gained a whole new appreciation for my teachers these past months. Honestly, without them, I don't know if I could have kept up my grades. They were so patient with us and made themselves always available to us. I think I called my math teacher twice every week. But with the help of them, I made it through the year. COVID-19 has affected my family and my friends and myself socially. Socially, we haven't been able to hang out or do anything together. And that was the biggest thing to me as far as COVID-19. These unprecedented times have been a true test of everyone's mental strength and resilience. I remember the beginning of 2020 being an ordinary time. Then March rolls around and life takes a complete turn. Suddenly, we're out of school for an indefinite amount of time and quarantined in our homes. I remember feeling extremely lost and confused because this is something that none of us have experienced before. This time has required me to find new forms of entertainment and adjust to the idea that the dynamic of life will never be the same. The coronavirus pandemic will have a lasting effect on us all. South Carolina's epidemiologist, Dr. Linda Bell, defines the pandemic as this. Quick definition here, a pandemic means a disease that has spread uh, worldwide. She continues saying that COVID will likely become an endemic in the coming years. Let's hear what Carly, Keandra, and Amari think. I think this pandemic has taught us all kinds of new things, and I think it's made us stronger as a nation too. I mean, we've already adapted to this new way of life. Sure, it's not where we're used to, and we're still getting used to it, but we're getting by. We are finding and creating new ways to get through daily life. It may not seem like anything is being done, but we have to be patient. Rebuilding the nation is not going to be an easy job, but I have faith that if we work together for a better future, we can get it done. We just all have to do our part. Whether that's wearing a mask or helping create a new vaccine, we all have to do our part. It's going to take each of us to make real change, to build a better America. There are solutions to solve for the our education system as far as COVID-19 is still currently going on. I believe that we will come to a big solution as far as school, sports, and everything else within our social lives as students.
I know that the operation of society will slowly but surely come to a close and that everything will soon go back to normal. Hopefully it will be soon. Regarding the future of public education, I believe that there is not one concrete solution. Every area has different circumstances that are crucial factors to consider, including population, the size of the facilities, and the number of COVID-19 cases that have affected the area. Generally speaking, I believe that individuals will be much more mindful of their general health and of those around them. As for businesses, especially those in the food industry, they will have to take more precautions to ensure the safety and well-being of their customers. Another major subject is the topic of race relations in 2020. Organizations like the Black Lives Matter movement has opened up the racial dialogue for the first time in decades. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott describes his own experiences as both a black civilian and a public official. Just driving while black, I've been stopped 18 times in the last uh, two decades for the same reason. So for me, police reform is not about a political process. It's, It's about those of us who have experienced discrimination at the hands of the police. What's your stance on the topic? Yeah, this is a really hot topic right now, but we can't deny that racism is not a problem in America. Anyone who says it isn't hasn't seen or experienced it themselves. And I think the real reason people try to hide or deny it is because they don't want to be responsible for it. They don't want to have to own up to being racist. They like to look like good, decent people when someone's looking or listening, but as soon as the curtain closes, they turn into a completely different person. They try and convince themselves that what they say or do to people is okay. And they try to find justification for that. But you really have to ask yourself, how can someone truly be good and kind if they have hate in their heart for a certain group or kind of people? And to put it plainly for you, you can't be. I believe wholeheartedly you have to love your neighbor as yourself because in the eyes of the Father, we're all his children and we're all equal. But for so long, we've sat back and we've gone along with it. America has heard the cries of these people, but more times than not, it's been swept under the rug. But that was the problem before. All we did was hear. The visual abuse we've been lacking before has been more than exposed. It's easy to ignore or forget something you hear, but not so easy to forget what you've seen. I think the video of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and others really shook our nation because this was something no one could ignore. We can't deny what we've seen with our own eyes, and you better believe we aren't going to stand by and do nothing about it. There's no denying it this time. There's already been so much injustice in this world, I think it's time for people to own up to their actions. I just hate it took an incident like this for people to finally listen. An incident that should have never even taken place. Race retaliations today in America are currently a big deal. My personal opinion on them is that the retaliations that have been given are okay because of the back, from the back community. The riots, the protests are all okay to me. I am not upset about it. And I am greatly appreciative of whoever is protesting and keeping the peace and actually trying to get justice. Racial injustice has always existed in America, but now it has become much more prevalent in our everyday lives. With the tragic and unjust deaths of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Elijah McClain, and countless others, many Americans, especially Gen Z, have used this time to take a stand against a biased system. 
I believe that this is a time where we will begin to see the future leaders, social activists, and catalysts rise up and demand extreme changes be made for the betterment of oppressed groups of individuals and minorities. Thanks for joining us, and remember to stay hopeful for the future.